Like what? How 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 poop? How poop with spider leg? Hello and welcome to Dice Like Ice, episode 37. I'm your host, Tony Acton, and with me, as always, the savage Opress to my Darth Maul, Andrew Mitchell. Uh -huh. I am dumb name McStar Wars, man. Hello. It's okay. I'm cutting half McSpider leg. I guess, spoiler alert for like a 12-year-old show. That's fucking, it's spoiler alert for a, a fucking 23-year-old movie, 24-year-old yeah. movie. <laughs> Well, yeah, the cut in half thing, but not the spider leg thing. Oh, yes. that was clone. How does he? How does he anything? <laughs> I don't know, man. Like what? How? How? How poop? How poop with spider leg? Ooh, ooh, are you really, really gonna get the pull quote like a minute into the episode? We might. How, uh, just how poop with spider leg? How, how poop with spider leg, Maul? How do? Fantastic. I I, I guess he has like a Star Wars colostomy bag that we just don't see. Or okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Wait, oh fuck, what's what's their fucking race called? Um, uh, no, oh, they're they're not Knight Brothers. I think they are Knight Brothers, but fuck. No, it's uh, you could play as them in Battlefront Two. I just don't remember yeah. their names. Fuck, now I gotta Google it. Yeah, that's what I'm doing too. It's just gonna just gonna bug me. Zabrak. Zabrak. Maybe, yeah. maybe Zabraks don't poop. Or maybe they poop out of their palms. Ooh, the old palm poopers. Yeah, they just have a weird digestive system where, like, left hand is the pooping hand. Is that going to be your Nurgle Blood Bowl team name, the palm poopers? No. And they're just in, like, Hawaiian shirts with palm trees and shit all over them? That would be very funny. It but, would, right? uh, It's going to be a while before we get a Nurgle team. They're just so bad. <laughs> Fair enough. But you know what not, is not bad, Andrew? My name, because Savage Opress is just the perfect name for a bad guy. Also, our sponsors. There we go. That's what <laughs> I was always, for. We're sponsored by Grip and Rip. That was a pretty good one on that can. Uh, I don't think my mic picked up mine. I almost yanked the tab off mine. <laughs> Ooh, don't do that. What'd you, what did you almost yank the tab off of, Andrew? Aha, today we have a Highland Brewing out of Asheville, North Carolina, a uh, Nuts and Volts Coconut Porter, or sorry, Coconut Coffee Porter, which is a 5.8 percenter. All right. And it is delicious. How are you? What'd you get, Tony? Uh, well, I, I can't actually find the brewer on mine, interestingly enough. Well, while you look for it, I will read the back of the can. Nuts and oh. volts with a jolt of dynamite coffee and toasted coconut. This porter will shock your senses. Okay. Well, uh, I am rolling Beer Zombies Brewery, is the brewery, and it's Zombie Slaycation, which you would think would be a Halloween Christmas beer. It is a fruited sour ale with cherry, cinnamon, and vanilla. It's a whopping 8.6 tall boy. Oh, it, with a sour beer. It Sounds smells like an delightful. Wonderful. Was it Zombie Head Brewing? Is that what you said? Holy shit, that's delicious. A uh, beer zombie brewing. Holy crap. Beer zombie. Oh, man. Never heard of that brewery. I haven't either. It's out of uh, Alesmith. Oh, wait. San Diego, California. 
Sorry, I saw weird. I saw Alesmith I... CT and thought Alesmith, Connecticut. I'm like, that's a weird town name. Hmm. Maybe it's from a... First thing that pops up is beer zombies, and it's Las Vegas when I Google it. Well, this this is from San Diego. But yeah, ch- check out the can. It's it's great. It's very um, Christmas vacation. Uh, what was it called again? Uh, zombie slaycation. Slaycation. Oh yeah, that's really yeah. good. Oh, it's delicious. Like that is a hmm. remarkably good beer. A refreshingly tart sour with cherry vanilla mm-hmm. and cinnamon. The cinnamon and the vanilla are really nice to go with that sour. It kind of has a uh, like a mold wine taste to it. I do like mold wine a lot. Yeah, then if you can find a can of this, fucking go for it, listeners. Go for this one. It's yeah. it's good. It's good. Oh, I have to see if anybody has any in stock now that the holidays are officially wrapped. Yeah. Although it's almost MLK Day, so you know, three day weekend. No, oh, I was like, what the fuck kind of beer is that gonna make, Andrew? I don't. I'm. I don't. I don't think they would make I a know, beer based right? on the on MLK Day. I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. Let's, know let's not push. Let's was not a, push a beer that humor right now. Uh, I wasn't going to okay, make a joke. Right, I just don't right. know if he was a beer drinker right. or not. So, Andrew, you've had a, a lot more hobby time than me recently. What you What you been working on, bud? Show sure have. So this is uh, before the Christmas holidays. This started, um, and I took two weeks off for Christmas. Although I did not get as much painting done as I would have expected to over Christmas. So uh, starting off, we had finished painting Zigvald the Magnificent for my Heat Knights of Slanesh. Um, I started painting him last time we talked. I was mostly done, and then I just wrapped him up like the day after we finished recording. Super fun model as always. Very dynamic pose. Really epitomizes the mortal side of Slanesh get a lot uh after that i started painting the christmas gets uh, uh holiday model that they released um i still actually need to finish it i have it like like 95 percent done i have a couple of edge highlights left and then i glue the writer onto the squig and that's it i just i got sidetracked with a bunch of other stuff so that's probably something i'll finish up this weekend uh, after that, I built the Flesh Eater Quartz Army Box that was launched with all of those awesome new Flesh Eater Quartz models. Uh, all of the Crypt Guard, the really cool Vargulf, the uh, the guy with the keys and the wings, um, those new Morbag Knights, all very cool. Very excited to paint them. However, they are further down my backlog at the moment because I do still have a shitload of Heat Knights to paint. So we will get to them when we get to them. I also built the Flesh Eater Quartz Box uh, Army of Renown, which uh, I picked up on a whim when I was at Level Up Games uh, before the Christmas holidays. Um, that's the one that has the, um, what is it, the Marrow Scroll guy, the guy who's got that weird like double scythe thing that they released. I had no um, clue you picked ca- that up. Yeah, yeah, I just uh, on a whim picked it up. I, I had, a, had a little discount going at level up because I purchased so much stuff from there. So I'm like, yeah, I could take 10% off of this. Cool, why not? So got that. Um, I like that model significantly more than I thought I would because I snipped off one of the little bone scythes he has. The one on his back where it's like pointing up so it looks like a scythe I kept. The weird one that's on the handle, snipped that off and trimmed it down to just look like another bone hanging off it. Makes a lot model look way cooler in my opinion. Just gives him that kind of reaper pose instead of that weird like uh, baton twirler thing he had going on. Uh, so I got those built. I haven't built the 20 ghouls that came with that yet because uh, I guess I'm on a fucking ghoul kick because I bought our boy Ben's uh, Flesh Eater Court Army that he's had sitting in his closet for like three years now. Um, 
That one is going to take some uh, repainting for sure, because it's nowhere near the color scheme I intend, because I'm doing that flayed flesh tone, and his guys are frostbitten blue, because he went with the snowy effect. So uh, I'll have to definitely repaint all of them. Um, wow. he, he had something like 80 ghouls, as well as a... Uh, you have what, like uh, 60? Uh, me? No, I have 20. Well, 20 came in the renowned box. Didn't 40 come in the... Those are crypt guard. Those are different. So in, in the Army of Renown box with uh, the, the Marrow Scroll guy, those are 20. And then in the Army box, the main one that just came out with the cool new models, those are Crypt Guard, which are different than normal ghouls. Oh, I thought it came with both. No, just the one. Uh, weird. But yeah, so um, have to rebase them, get them all in my scheme and all that. But again, that's a further down the line project. However, they are all painted, so I could actually play with them whenever I wanted to. So that's fun. Um, but, but, but after that, we get on to my actual Christmas project because I only did one model over my two week Christmas break and it was my keeper of secrets for my heathen nights. Um, this was one of those models where I'm like, yeah, I could probably like mostly crank this out in the week. And then I took two weeks and I went way too fucking hard on it. And I just kept painting it and kept painting it and kept finding details to go further and further on. And then eventually I just had to go, okay, it's done. I'm stopped. I got to do something else now. Yeah. <laughs> That was such a fun model to paint. There is so much detail. And I had an absolute blast painting the skin on that. It was, again, I could I could have gone way crazier on the robe and done significantly more volumetric highlighting, but there's just so many folds. It would have taken me probably another week just to do all the robes. So I got them to a very solid standard that I'm happy with and called it done. So it is completely done, base and everything, and sitting on my shelf above me right beside my Zigbald. So quite happy with that uh and then last but not least continuing on the heat knights train i was like well i finished one big model i should probably start working on some foot soldiers so instead i started on glutas or scolian and his like pleasure barge thing that he's working on so um right now i'm just doing him and all of his compadres so the uh the bodyguard the little halfling serving him dinner the demonette lady holding up a, a, a heart for sacrifice the guy whipping the uh the chaos spawn that are pulling his pleasure barge doing all of them at the same time pretty much done with them actually i just have to finish the uh uh hair i have to color the eyes because most of them are getting kind of a glowy magical effect in the eyes uh and then do a couple of random like pouches and bottles and stuff but otherwise they're done and then i get to start on the actual pleasure barge itself which is going to be a bitch and a half to paint because mm -hmm. there's so much fucking detail and of course i'm like hey let's make it look like marble so we will see how uh, fucking heinous that is to paint. Man, what, what asshole only one came model, up with the so. idea to have you do it like that? I was going to paint it like marble anyway, okay. but you're the one that decided that that uh, convinced me to try it in uh, majority black with green veins on it. So we'll see if I can pull that effect off or not. But uh, yeah, so even though I've, it's been like, th not even, it's been like four and a half weeks since the last time we recorded. Um that's that's it's not as much done as i would have expected given my my holiday break my plan when i sat down for my holiday break was yeah i'm gonna get like 20 bliss barb archers done and maybe start on some of these slick blade seekers and you know just have a shitload of these guys done crank them out now nope, just one keeper secrets so, <laughs> but it, i was very happy with it yeah it looks so. it looks fantastic dude like the the skin tone you got on it is just mm -hmm, chef's kiss and that is up on my instagram at the brush goblin if you guys want to check it out nice nice how about you, Tony? What did you get accomplished? You uh, you definitely had to work a little I bit more did, than I have I did. The, the, the holidays were a little busy for us. You know, restaurants and holidays, it happens. Uh, but I still... Christmas-flavored sand. Yeah, I still got a lot of stuff done. 
Uh, so I was able to find an absolute steal on the old Anvil Guard Cities of Sigmar box, which comes with the Hydra, the Chariot, the Scourge Privateer Commander guy, and then 10 of the Dark Elf Pirates. So I, I picked nice. up that box. I think I got it for like 50 or 60 bucks. And it's like a $130 box. I was like, hell yeah, I'll grab that. Uh, yeah, awesome. I got all those guys built. They're all ready to roll. Um, then for Christmas, uh, I ended up getting another box of the Free Guild Command Core, which I can use two of them. But the more I look at that box, the more I just want to make some cool-ass Inquisitorial weirdos with it that I can also use like Necromunda and stuff. Yeah, there's some good bits in that box. Um, grabbed uh, two more boxes with some Christmas money. I grabbed two more boxes of the... Uh, oh my god, what are they called? Free Guild Cavaliers to give me a total of 20 horses. So, uh, you know, I'll be able to ride down my foes in city. I'll be able to play Bretonians in like fucking three different game systems. Speaking yeah. of, I will too, because those Morbeg Knights think that oh, they're yeah, Bretonians. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I could also have a very cavalry heavy flesh eater quartz list. I'm so excited about us running a doubles list like that. It's going to be so dumb. Yeah, that would be. So, uh, we haven't discussed it on the podcast yet, I think, but uh, it would be. We we have been brainstorming the idea of Tony taking Cities of Sigmar Cavaliers and me taking just a thousand points of more, more bag knights. That's surprisingly hard to say uh, for the duos for in for the Age of Sigmar doubles tournament at Nova uh, this year. Good shit if we can. Hopefully the points are sticking around. Oh yeah, it'd be hilarious. It'll be fast games one way or the other. We'll table our opponent we'll, on one or get tabled on two. Yeah. Either way, we're. Uh, getting a breakfast beer and then a lunch beer and then a dinner beer and we're that's, good that's what it's all about at nova exactly uh, so drink responsibly yeah nah, don't just don't drink and drive <laughs> or beat up yeah. people when you drink you know live fast take chances just you know yeah. do it for yourself exactly uh take risks but only if they affect you so uh hobby progress yeah hobby progress um i got the next two parts of pontifex zanestra painted up so I got the little thing that they're carrying uh, that she sits all of her stuff on. I spent a lot of time doing all the detail work on all the tile on it, uh, only to realize that I will cover about 90% of it up with all the pieces that go on top. So that was a bit uh-huh. discouraging. <laughs> so she's... That's the fun thing with those, like, fucking, uh, like, like cinematic pieces yeah. like that, where it's a diorama that's also a model. Yeah, but I mean, I'm really happy with how it's turning out. I'm, I'm really focusing and taking my time on these models. So, no, oh, it looks great. Thank you. But yeah, like I, I played around and did dark skin on something for the first time. Uh, I painted glass, like a glass bottle for the first time that wasn't just, you know, a solid color and then hit with like art coat to make it shiny like a glass bottle. Uh, Fuck painting actual glass oof, bottles. It's such a pain in the ass. My God, I watched that video, the the Warhammer TV video, like four times as I was painting it, and it came out okay. Like I have painted glass bottles a lot, and I've gotten to where I'm kind of okay at it. Glass bottles are legitimately one of my most hated things to paint in Warhammer. Yeah, they're not great. <laughs> It is so much effort to make a realistic looking liquid inside of a realistic looking glass bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, so I didn't get much painting done over the holiday. I did get a lot of building done. Uh, well, you also misspoke because clearly you meant Pontifex What's Her Fuck. Oh, apologies. Yes, Pontifex What's Her Fuck. My God. Did I call her her name? You actually called her her real oh, person name. I'm going to. Her real actual fantasy man, name. I'm going to have to go back and edit that out. <laughs> Damn it. Yep. Damn it. <laughs> uh, Reset the clock. Yeah, right? 
Then I ended up, uh, I finally found a box of the Inquisitorial Henchmen kill team. Uh, got nice. those guys built up and dug out my old metal Inquisition models and rebased a bunch of them, magnetized their bases. Uh, I think I'm up to, what is this, what is this, 5, 10, 15, 20, about 35 different Inquisition models right now. So, Damn. yeah, I've got, I've got almost all the collection of the old ones, the Crusaders, the Death Cult Assassins, uh, the weird firearm guys, the priests. I've, I've got a lot of them. Uh, and then Matt got Shatterpoint for Christmas. Uh, and, you know, I can't just let one of the guys in our group have a game that no one else plays. And Shatterpoint looked interesting. I like the scale of the model. So I picked up that and a couple of the sets with it and painted, or haven't painted, but I've built up all of the good side in the starter box. So that's Ahsoka, uh, yeah, Ahsoka, Bo-Katan, and two Mandalorians. Um, Anakin, uh, Rex, two clones. Then I got Kenobi, who comes with Cody and two clones. Uh, Windu, who comes with Pons and two ARF troopers. And then Luminara, who comes with Barris and two of the Republic Commandos. And so all of those are built now. Now I'm just working on... Oh, and uh, Grievous's set, which, holy fuck, that might be the worst single model I've ever assembled of anything. He's essentially made out of toothpicks. His his feet are separate parts from his legs, and it hooks on a rock. That's annoying. Oh, it was awful. It was awful. As a whole, I really like those models. They're really good models. They're a good scale. Uh, the plastic quality is similar to GW's. It's got a little bit of give to it that it doesn't just bend. Uh, but it doesn't just snap either. So because I've kind of like the um, kind of like the the Fallout minis where it's it's kind of that softer resin. Well, these are these are all plastic. They are they are injection molded plastic. Yeah, they kind of remind me of the feel of the uh, Song of Ice and Fire by Cool Minis or not. Like you know, if you've ever hit a pike on that, how it just kind of like I don't know door springs for lack of a better term. I'm just baffled because you messed up our bit, Tony. So the Song of Ice and Fire miniatures game by Cool Minis or not? You skipped a miniatures game. Motherfucker. You just, you just, Potifax, what's your fuck? I mean, you're just ruining everything today. Goddamn. Hello and welcome to Dice Like Guys episode 37. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that kind of softer plastic. Yeah. Oh, man. And then I've started painting my free guild general on Griffin. Old uh, Tharl Khans himself. Ah, uh, yes. Legally distinct yeah. general man on Griffin. Uh, and I also ordered uh, some old world stuff. I got the rule book, the Bretonian cards, the arcane journal for Bretonians, and one of the new Pegasus heroes. Oh, yeah, I guess I did also order the rule book. I haven't committed to an army yet, but I am interested to read through that and see if it's something I'm yeah. actually interested in. So we'll see. I have had, I have found some very, very good Etsy uh, 3D sculpted Tomb Kings that look a lot better than the old chunky ones they released, though. So I, I am tempted. I just have a big backlog. Nice. Uh, so uh, have you have you gotten any games in or mini games in since Christmas? Uh, not too many, but I got I got a couple, and then I also coached a game. So we'll start off with the ones I played. 
Um, so I got back into AOS for the first time in a while, uh, played against our boy Elias and, uh, we were specifically not doing anything uber competitive. So we took just kind of a fun big wall list and I took Trug and his Trog herd, uh, cause it's the first time I'd actually gotten Trug on the table. So I was very excited to try him out. Um, we had that really weird L shaped deployment mission in the latest, uh, general's handbook, which is, uh, interesting if you have models with very large basis like trolls. Yeah. So, uh, we, we made it happen. We got there it worked out uh i took two units of rock guts a unit of fell waters uh two troll uh, trog bosses a dank hold trog and trog himself so i was it was a lot of heavy hitters uh and easily my favorite warhammer army uh he took a big unit of the pig riders he took the wargog prophet he took whatever the shaman guy is who has that staff with like the elect the the magical smoke coming out of it uh he took gobsprack as his general because he massacres people whenever he uh dispels magic uh fortunately for me i took literally no magic so that worked out um he took a bunch of the new ragers and all of those new uh, uh orc fanatic guys without shirts i forget their names um and then just a big brick of the standard iron jaws uh brutes or whatever they're called so uh who went first um i went first so i could get on the objectives quickly that was it uh and then he was trying to play kg with his charges because he couldn't like he got to the point where he could move and he could have charged but he would have needed like a 12 or something to do so and since he was playing big wah it actually behooved him to not get stuck into combat immediately because he gets better the more wah points he acquires over the game so he's actually playing for like that third or fourth round charge if possible um which ended up biting him in the ass because double turns are a thing uh so we actually ended up being a pretty close game uh right up until beginning of i think third round when i took the double turn because it was really like neck and neck we had very good control of the points uh nobody would really lost too much in the way of units yet um i killed a couple of his killed a couple of mine uh, the fucking Wurgog Prophet was able to eye laser down my Dankhold Trogoth, even though he had a five-up ward save from from Trug's special ability, uh, which is just a ridiculous ability. That's just shitting out mortal wounds like that as bananas. Um, but that was my only real casualty at that point. Uh, and then I got the double turn, and I just started to steamroll him a little bit there. <laughs> um, so I was able to kill his unit of uh, brutes. I was able to kill the rager guys. I was able to charge into his pigs. I got I got a couple of eight plus inch charge and was able to take them out. Uh, had all kinds of bonuses from Trog's laystone. I had a really good round where he was able to bonk the stone and give every trog on the table an additional attack, which is fucking awesome. Pretty good. Um, so. Yeah, we were just smushing shit left, right, and center. And then Elias's caster blizzarded Trog, or Trog to death with oh. fucking 19 mortal wounds. Uh, yeah, I ended up taking the game 18 to 23. Um, and now having played the new General's Handbook a few times, I don't really like the General's Handbook rules. And I really don't like end of edition just mortal wound shitting out. Like, a lot of yeah. armies are doing this to where they can do over 10 mortal wounds in an attack. And I kind of fucking hate that. So like blizzard is kind of the epitome of that where it's like yeah it's a spiky thing you're rolling 46 so you could roll four uh damage or you know you could roll mm, 24 damage so you know it's uh it's bonkers I'm, I'm not wild about it but had a good time it was fun uh i still ended up winning but that was just one of those kind of feels badsy things i just they real. i was uh i've been hearing about the new ionis cryptborn guy the uh, uh chaplain on the dragon chaplain on the dragon apparently he has some bullshit he can do where he can crank out like 30 plus mortal wounds in a turn if you roll well which is just oh yeah his like lightning stop. thing 
yeah, just stop. That's too much. Like, that is clearly too much damage. You need to roll that shit back and rebalance some stuff. This is why at the end of every edition, everything gets fucking bananas from everything GW releases. Just stop doing it every single time. <laughs> you can rein it in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, the, you know, most people are saying that 4th edition is probably going to come out this year, though. So yeah. I guess it's fine. That's, that's uh, anyway, had fun. Anyway. Age of Sigmar. Uh, After Age of Sigmar, I played a game of 40k versus our boy Trent. Uh, I finally took out my Tyranids for the first time because I finally have 2,000 points worth of Tyranids. Um, the only thing that I had left on my shelf after I packed it up was the awesome old Metal Hive Tyrant and the Winged Tyranid Prime. So that's like 260 points worth of uh, models, mm-hmm. give or take. And then every other scrap of Tyranid I own that has been assembled and primed was in my box. So uh, I took a infiltrator list, so a lot of um, stuff that helps with gene stealers and lictors and stuff specifically, which might not have been the best list for me because it's a little more on the technical side. You kind of need to know your your rules a little bit better than I do. I should have just taken the straight-up smash things list, but I still had fun. Um, and Trent took his Imperial Fists, as he always does. Yep, yep that's, that's a real uh, Trent move. Lots, lots of uh, big heavy guns and uh, some some flamers, which actually, you know, surprisingly enough, was really good against Tyranids. Um, Who'd have thought? I, yeah. So I took uh, my big my big hitters were the Norn emissary. Uh, I took a Norm Assimilator as well. Norm Assimilator. <laughs> Norm McDonald was on the battlefield. Um, and then I also took a Winged Hive Tyrant. Um, I was trying to play around with strategic reserves and deep striking stuff because this is the first time I'd really done strategic reserves because I'm going to be real up until like two weeks ago. I thought that was just a different term for deep striking. So I haven't been doing it. So uh, I was given that a go. Turned out it kind of bit me in the ass because you have to deploy from the side and it just kind of didn't really help me very much. But that's fine. I'm wrapping my head around it. It's all good. Uh, I got first turn on this. I was able to charge forward, take a bunch of points early. Uh, the Norn emissary and emissator. Holy shit, brother! You smell toast over there. What's happening? And the Norn assimilator. That toast smells great. I, I love uh, the smell of toast. Both have it's a, great. Both have a thing where you can pick an objective, and as long as they're on it, they get a bonus um, feel no pain save. The emissary gets a fucking four up which is bananas and the assimilator gets a five up so that they're very very good at holding objectives so they were able to charge forward because they're very fast too 10 inch movement uh i got some good advances on them was able to get on the points quickly popped up a gene stealers eight eight inch scout charge because that's just a thing they can do um gotten got stuck in pretty quickly got a screamer killer in he was able to charge his redemptors in on his turn uh and i had a pretty okay starting round with some shooting got into melee redemptors charge forward and i'm like yeah okay i got this i'm, I'm gonna counter charge them i'm gonna be able to get in there before he gets into me and i'm like all right nor an emissary go you got this you have incredible attacks you'll do everything against this guy i did every single attack the Norn emissary has and i think i got like three wounds on one redemptor dread Ooh. which is a shitload of attacks that did very poorly and the screamer killer got in and did significantly better still couldn't finish one off and then just kind of from that point forward my 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 dice just went ice fucking cold <laughs> like so many like he his redemptor punched my norn emissary who was at mostly full health at that point and i was able to whiff so badly the combination of a two up armor save a four up invuld save and at that point of what is it a four up feel no pain I whiffed all of them, and the Norn Emissary died in one turn of combat after that. 
is just like, oh, okay, I guess the biggest model I got will just disappear. And it just kind of proceeded to go downhill from there. But uh, still had fun. We called it at the beginning of turn three. Um, and, you know, it was just me learning a new army. So now I kind of have a better idea of how to play them. So hopefully my dice will roll a little bit more average. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see if I can maybe take victory over the Imperial Fist next time. Uh, and then after that, last but not least, I played coach for some Blood Bowl. Uh, we had Danielle wanting to play her Black Orcs for the first time and get into Blood Bowl because she knows how much we like the game and wanted to hop in on the fun. And then we had Jess, who had previously played Blood Bowl with her Wood Elves, but she had not played in like half a year and wanted a relearning game so she could get back into it. And she took Trent's Corn uh, Guys, so it was a punchy list versus a punchy list, and that was pretty interesting. Um, Mainly just, you know, talking through the nitty gritty of general tactics, like, oh, you want to move before you attack, you want to, you know, mitigate the risk of somebody getting knocked down, stuff like that, doing all the simple things. Uh, Danielle's dice started off cold and she was getting a little frustrated. And then they got fucking molten hot. She got to the point where she was just knocking fuckers down every attack. Like most of the time she was going for uh, damages. She got a knockout to the point where at the end of the game, just as like mm, it was like two-thirds of her team was in the knockout box with one kill casualty and one guy just in reserves uh jess's dice went fucking ice cold as well i have seen so many double skulls out of her that was ridiculous to the point where she's like I, I think i just need to use new dice but we you know she was using the corn dice specifically so you can't you can't break that so she stuck with it and then uh Danielle was able to get one of her goblin runners up to the ball and got a turn eight touchdown uh, for a one zero victory where we called it at the half because it was starting to run a little bit long. But uh, you turn know, eight touchdown is exactly what you want. Yeah, it was great. Um, and it wasn't even like a purposeful thing. It's just that's how much punching there was and just how much, you know, failed dodging and stuff there was in the middle. There were so many turnovers. Both of them at least had I think it was three or four turns where it was, Jesus. all right, I'm going to activate this one guy. First guy that they activate, boom, fall over, fucking turn over, next turn. So, uh, as we always say, that is indeed Blood Bowl, baby. Yeah, wow. So, that is my games played. How's about you? So, I've had four games and uh, one coaching game as well. So we'll start off. I rolled my Cities of Sigmar into our boy David's um, Sylvaneth. So my 2K list has a ton of stuff in it. It's like 10 Cavaliers, the Marshal, the Marshal on Griffin, Pontifex What's-Her-Fuck, 20 Steel Helms, 10 Fusiliers, the Cannon, and the Wildercore Hunters. Um, Mist Haven is real good when you've got a fast army. I got first turn. We were doing the the pulse. I think was the mission. It's the one where you the player two picks one of the objectives and then each one next to it becomes worth more points. All right. Uh, turn one, I had all ten of my cavaliers engage with about half of his army. My free guild general on Marshall engage with his big guy, and my normal dude engaged as well. And it it was it was brutal it was fast and it was over at the top of three uh damn i was able to hit because those cavaliers punched so hard above their weight class that they hit and killed both of his chaff unit screens his wizard um and i think one of his big guys and then the cannon and some other stuff killed a couple of like the kernoth bowmen on one side 
then his Kurnot sword dudes hit my cavaliers and literally just turned them into fucking paste. They killed all ten of them on just mortal wounds. Fuck. Uh, so my free guild marshal slammed in, like my cavalier marshal slammed into his uh, guy on bug and killed it. And then my free guild general on Griffin slammed into the hunters and almost killed all of them. Because it turns out rend three flat four damage is a fuckload of firepower. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I held... Guy on oh, bug. Yeah, guy on bug. Um, I don't remember his fucking name. Belthanos. Belthanos. First thought of Chaos. Yeah, that's what I said. Bugthanos. Bugthanos. Yeah, I just hit him and just fucking evaporated his line. He he didn't get a movement phase that game, really. Ooh, because yeah. I was just I was just in his shit. Because, uh, you know, my cavalry, it was 10 inches forward deployed. So it was deployed on the line at 10 inches away. Uh, I got a 2d6 extra inch move on them with Misthaven. I rolled like a 9. So there's 19 inches. I use Pontifex What's Her Fuck ability to give me plus two more inches, and an order on them to give them plus three more inches, plus their 10 inch move. So there's 15 more inches into that 19. So it's what, 34, and then a 2d6 charge move, and I'm like four inches away from his front line. Let me let me just get a quick jaunt across literally yeah. the whole fucking board. Hey, man. Fucking charge the Rohirrim, dude. God damn. Yeah, they're, they're fucking fast. Uh, do they get bonuses on the charge? They or is do. It just they do. They fast? they all basically get lance. Uh, they get plus one damage and plus one rend. Okay. So they're swinging. Then I believe it's at two rend two damage. That's really goddamn yeah. good for just nuking one of the front. Yeah, line they're they're right each like the they're each like two or three attacks. Like it 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 fucking hits. Uh, so then I played Phil and his Beastmen of Chaos. And this was a, it was a really close game. Uh, I ended up conceding at the bottom of four because I just didn't have anything left. He didn't have much left either, but what he had left was significantly better than what I had left. Um, turn one, my, once again, my Cavaliers were all the way across the board and slammed into one of his units of Ungors and tore them apart. But the, the big winner was my uh, Faro Khans on Griffin, <laughs> went all the way across the battlefield into his deployment zone, broke his piece of terrain that was his grand strategy and game a bunch of stuff, and one-shotted his weird, uh, whatever their giant thing is. Like, their their version of giants uh, that have the big rock that it throws. Gorgon? Or uh, like some, yeah, something like that. Uh, I just yeah. skewered him on a lance. Just I, It was 18 wounds, just like nothing. Nice. Yeah. Then his entire army came back in from reserves because that's what they do but first they throw a bunch of mortals at me and oh that shit sucks the because yeah, i don't they, i don't have any they, mortal wound mitigation in that army except for pontifex they can do so yeah. much mortal wound fuckery. so he was just he was nailing things with that uh his big uh beast of gores i think they're called got a charge onto my knights and Killed like two or three knights, and then in response, my knights killed every fucking one of them without a charge, just stabbed him to death. But Phil failed, I think, eight, seven or eight charges. Uh, all of them had plus one to their charge, and two of them were re-rolled. Damn. Yeah, it was it was bad, and he was like, you got this game. I was like, I don't know, man, let's play it out. And we did, and he ended up winning. Um, 
because he was able just to mortal wound my my big guy to death. And the fucking cockatrice, dude, the thing makes it where you only hit on sixes. It's it sucks. That thing fucked me up bad. For melee specifically, or just in for, for melee specifically, if it gets into you at like on a four up, it gets its gaze and does like d three mortals, and you only hit on sixes, and you got it three turns in a row. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Fucking hell. Yeah, so that was so bad. Nuke that thing from orbit is what I'm hearing. If I ever play against it, yeah. Um, Fusiliers, I don't think are worth the hype. I mean, maybe if I spec all the way into them and use like the the alchemist guy with them and stuff to give them some mortals, but uh, I don't know. Uh, well, there's that uh, uh, whatever the the city is that gives range stuff. Yeah, uh, Greywater Fastness. You can do three all-out attacks without having to spend a CP for it. That's fucking bonkers. It's really bonkers. Uh, then my was that was that two games yeah so my third game was against trent this past wednesday against his imperial fists um and let's just have a moment of silence for trent it was bad dude it was real bad uh here lies trent's imperial fist taken before that time because holy fuck he rolled a lot of ones yeah, I was, uh, was I was coaching some blood bowls. This was happening, and I was just I was I felt the frustration. It was like, okay, he's rolling eight dice. He needs fours. He got one. All right, he's re-rolling this chunk of them. He needs fours. He got no more fours. <laughs> and it was just that that was so the story of the game. What happened was when he attacked my Tyranids, my gene stealers were able to get in and give him a little bit of the bad luck. They, they passed it on to his genes. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was not pretty, unfortunately. Um, I took my league list and or my uh, RT list because he's trying to get some practice games for the next RT we've got in March. And his entire 10-man Eradicator squad was killed by a single shell from my Dorn. Damn. Yeah. Uh, seven hits, seven wounds. He didn't roll a single six for a save on him. And they just went poof. And then he had three... There three? Yeah, it was three... Uh, Oh, God, what are the, the Dreadnoughts called? Redemptors. Yeah, holy crap. He had three. I kept wanting to call him uh, Brutalis, but that's the close combat one. He had three Redemptors unload full bore into the Dorn and do two damage to it. Fuck. And the two damage they did was mortals off of their Gatling cannons. That's now, so bad. Granted, those things do so much yeah, damage. Well, I mean, he, he was fishing for fours to hit because I popped smoke, which we forgot. He right. forgot all about Oath a moment, and I forgot all about it as well. That'll do it. Yeah, but I mean, the way he was rolling, it wouldn't have mattered. He was hitting okay, but he just couldn't roll fives to wound. And then when he did, I still had a four-up invuln save against him. So it was just like, he was fishing to kill it, but just, it was it was brutal, man. It was, it was rough. So Then Matt and I played our first game of Shatterpoint last night. And that was right. a load of fun. So how Shatterpoint works is it literally goes like best two out of three. So you have these things called struggles. And as you're scoring points and doing things, you gain momentum on the board. So like it's a tug of war system. So I think there's eight or nine spaces on each side of it. And then there's a pip that you put at zero. And then when you score points, the pip goes towards your side. When your opponent scores points, the pip goes towards their side. If the pip ever lands on zero, you both get what's called a momentum counter, which removes one of the spaces off of both your sides. So it makes the game closer um if it ever if you score and the pip is on the opponent's side 
still, then you get one and they don't. When you take things out of action, you get one. But it, it keeps the game close because like he kept scoring points, but I was doing things to gain momentum in the first struggle. And he it got to the point where my whole thing was full up. So if I would have gotten it back to zero, I would have won. If he would have gotten it to four on his side, he would have won. So he won the first one. I won the second one. And then the third one, the dice just fucked him. It was really close, but the priority changes which objective is worth more depending on what die you roll. And he just, he could not get it to go to him. It just stayed on the ones I controlled. But he mm. ran, uh, was it? it was Dooku and Django Fett with two Magna Guard, and then Darth Maul with, I don't remember the support droid's name, like Kraken or something like that, and two B1 battle droid units. I ran Mace Windu with um, Pons and the ARF Troopers, and then Kenobi with Cody and his clones. And Isn't it ARC Troopers? No, it is ARF. It is Advanced Forward Recon. Or advance, it's it's advanced reconnaissance force. That's it. Okay, I was yeah. about to say because that'd be that'd be awful. Yeah, advanced uh, reconnaissance force. There are also arc troopers, but they're a whole different thing, and they're not in the game yet. Okay, that's why I was confused. Yeah, I was, I was like, too. This, when, this, when I heard somebody like when Tony s- says Moridor, <laughs> <laughs> what it's it is Moridors. No, I know it's Mordor. It's Mordor. <laughs> yeah, Moridor. <laughs> You say it every time. Anyway, our troopers. <laughs> you know you love me. L- least I can do math, Andrew. Can you? More than you usually. Hmm. I don't brain so good when it comes to math. Yeah, that's, true. that's okay. I don't word okay. Our powers <laughs> combined, we're one functioning adult. Aren't we though? Hmm. Three fourths. Yeah. There we go. We're three fourths of a functioning adult. But yeah, so I ended up winning that game, and it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, Kenobi has an ability where he can spend a force point, do a free jump, and get a bunch of extra attack dice, and that ability is called, Hello There! I feel like you just need one of those, like, like a, just a, a programmable button, oh, yeah. just with Hello There on it, For every sure. time he does something. But, uh, he, he jumped up and instantly took Maul out of action, like, right out of the gate. Uh, did the first set of damage, so his card basically flipped, so he's wounded. But yeah, it was it was and a load of fun. Legs. Huh? Yeah, and then he got his <laughs> he spider, got spider legs. legs. <laughs> it was fitting. And did he, uh, unfortunately, did he out of his hand or whatever. Fucking Windu and Dooku just like fucked off the entire game, running at things that kept running away from them. They couldn't do a goddamn thing, so that kind of sucked. But yeah, what can you force throw the lightsaber? Uh, he did force lightning the shit out of an ARF trooper and kill him. Force force grip thing. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, did a coaching game of Shatterpoint. Uh, Matt and I coached Dean and Big Connor on how to play. So that was a lot of fun. I, uh, I've heard nothing but good about Shatterpoint, but man, can I not give a fuck about prequel stuff? Like, sure. If they release if they release OG trilogy stuff, I might care, maybe. But I do also have a lot of stuff unpainted, so we'll have to see when that comes out. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I, could, I could fucks with, like, you know, Hoth uniform Luke and, and fucking Han Solo and stuff like that. That's cool. That's good Star Wars. I'm sorry. IG-88. Oh, it'd be really cool if they did a, a Empire Bounty Hunter group. That would be awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's there's all kinds of stuff coming out. Um, I'm excited about Plo Koon coming out. Uh, why? <laughs> He's a cool fucking Jedi. Sure. It'll also be really cool when they bounce into the Old Republic stuff. 
Old Republic stuff I can get behind. They give me a Revan. They give me a fucking uh, Candorous Ordo and HK-47. All about that. Love that game. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. It's an easy game to learn. It's quick. And it's the rules aren't really ambiguous on it, which is nice. Like, you're never having to really argue with line of sight or anything like that. So That's good. Yeah. But yeah, so that was uh, that was my games played. So, all in all, it was kind of a productive Christmas break, as busy as I was. Yeah, yeah, it was a uh, it was a good time. Yeah. Uh, I was it was really nice to have two weeks off, and I got back to work and immediately. It was like it would be really cool if I had another two weeks off, huh? Oh, oh our... Although this week actually went by a lot more quickly than I expected it to. It did. This week went by very fast. So, uh, as as listeners know, it is now a new year. So last year we did kind of a wrap up of some key points and cool things that happened in 2022. So we're going to follow up and do that again for uh, 2023. And we'll kind of wrap the the Warhammer preview stuff into that as well. Talk about some of that stuff during all this. Yeah, so we're uh, we're just going to kind of kind of roll into it. Andrew, what uh what were some some great things, some some key things that happened this year for you? Well, I feel like, first of all, we should start with uh, a continuation of something we started last episode, which was we got the results for the best models we of did, the year. We did. So uh, starting in at number 10, we got the old chaplain on dragon himself, Ionis Cryptborn, which fucking gorgeous model, totally deserved it. Uh, after him, we got the Death Leaper for the Tyranids, which I, I guess people like that. I guess people like the butt cape, um, but otherwise rad model. Uh, I kind of hoped he was a little bit further up, but next up we got Vashtor the Archifane, which is the model that got me back into Chaos Space Marines, even though he's not very good on the board. I was it's just such a fucking... very surprised he was this low in the voting, especially considering who is model. next above him. Yeah, next up is uh, not a bad model, but it's the new Commander Dante, which I don't feel like was as good as either any of the models I've already mentioned. Yeah, but, uh, it was just all the weird Blood I, Angel fanboys all excited. Probably. I don't know. Maybe this is a really good kind of a uh, non-metally sort of uh, non-metallic metal that they have going on with him yeah. right now. Maybe that's maybe they really like that paint scheme. Uh, next up is a model that definitely earned it, which is uh, Talia Vedra, the Lioness of the Parch, i.e. the Lord on the back of a fucking manticore for the that Cities of Sigmar. fucking model. God, it's so good. Uh, continuing Cities of Sigmar, the fucking Harbinger of Decay. Which is which 100% is... not a Cities of Sigmar model. Uh, sorry, I meant Age of Sigmar. I, I just heard Sigmar and my brain just was like, yeah, same thing, game system. We do words good. We do words uh, good. Age of Sigmar model, uh, the Harbinger of Decay, which is that model. discussed a multitude of times, is fucking amazing. Uh, next up is the model that got me into Tyranids, which is the Norn Emissary, which, uh, you know, it's a big fucking big brain Godzilla, and I love it. Uh, so taking official third place, Commander Farsight, which I'm a little surprised by. This is a really good model. I didn't think it was top three worthy, though. Yeah. How about you? I, I didn't either. Um, it is a beautiful model, and I think the paint job does it a lot of justice as well. The studio paint, paint job, job makes yeah. it just pop, especially with the little cherry blossom trees. It was definitely a model that was in need of a big update, and I think it. Oh, yeah. I think it got third place because it probably had the biggest glow up of any model, at least this past yeah, year. Yeah, that would be that would be up there for sure. Extremely dynamic. 
very very like this just feels like a samurai mecca like this is this is not like you know leaning into any kind of asian stereotype or anything it's just it's very clearly conveying its themes while also just looking really fucking cool just not necessarily top three worthy for me but hey whatever we can only vote the once uh after that we did call this one being a top three -er, which is angron uh fucking gorgeous model i mean it's just really rad primark i mean it's you know all the demon primarchs are really awesome uh unfortunately he is not joining his brothers as the number ones in the years they came out because we fucking called it lionel johnson number one holy fuck that model god that is such a good model holy shit like i if i gave a shit about space marines fuck like that that model on its own might make me a dark angels player so here's here's one of the big things i think one of the big reasons i think angron didn't go past the lion and angron has the same problem that both of the other demon primarchs have and there's just so much shit on that model that it looks cluttered um whereas the lion than... is fucking crisp and clean honestly other than like the skull necklace i don't think angron's terribly cluttered like it i mean definitely... he's not mortarian no, Mortarian's got shit for days. Yeah. Like, literally and figuratively. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's busy, but I wouldn't say it's cluttered. Yeah. But no, like, uh, Lionel Johnson is very, like, he's about as crisp and clean as you can get for something with that much fucking filigree mm-hmm. and squeezing three or four various lions onto his armor yeah. and, and weapons and shields and stuff, and also having two little guys on his bases. I'm just so. really glad that Tywin Lannister's doing so well for himself. I mean, Charles Dance definitely should be getting some fucking royalty checks for but this model. <laughs> I've, I've, that's what we should do. We should do a Dark Angels army and just paint them, paint them Lannister Crimson. Uh, some Somewhere a Blood Angel's getting pissed off. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, who cares? <laughs> they got Dante. We're not going to get a Sanguinius model, am I right? Hey. Yeah. Oh, man. Too soon. I mean, it's been 10,000 years, Tony. <laughs> you know what? We're also not going to get a uh, Ferris Manus model, so. It's been 10,005 years, Tony. <laughs> so apparently, uh, I-, I want them to release the list because they counted the votes for the top 80 places they li- listed out. And I would re- re- what says it at the very bottom. And we counted the next 70 places, too. I wish they would just release that list. Because it'd be yeah, interesting the to see. Up. Yeah, I want to see where the Dorn fell. Uh, I mean, it lacking, it, it having the Dorn hole problem is probably what kept it from number one, honestly. No. No. So the Lion only won by 752 votes. Fuck. Which if you think about how many fucking people voted in this, that is nothing. Yeah. It's Damn. such yeah, a good model. Honestly surprised it was that close. Like, I really like that Angron model, mm-hmm. but just the lion is head head and shoulders above him in terms of just fucking quality yeah anyway so back to the normal year in review stuff i guess uh i guess we'll throw it over to you since i kind of took over the last five minutes so one really big thing happened uh happened for me with this year and that was one of my armies got an almost entire range refresh and that was the imperial guard yeah holy fuck we got the dorn the new sentinel kits the new guard kits the new rough rider kit it just like it was just a fucking 
massive influx of brand new guard models. And it's hilarious because in our review episode at the start, uh, or at the end of 2022, it was, I was talking about, oh, I probably won't get, you know, when guard finally come out, I won't get anything new unless they do a range refresh. And those <laughs> motherfuckers. Well, they had you by the balls. It's really like, hey, you know, you like tanks, right? Yeah. Well, here's a really awesome new one. And then also a bunch of other shit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a beautiful range. The models are great. The rules aren't bad, but they're not great. Uh, I think you're probably one of the only people to say aren't bad. Because on the, on the whole, most people kind of think that Guard are very bad right now. But you seem to have found the Meta Buster, which is just being really good at tanks. Yeah. Uh, all you gotta do is roll better, obviously. Yeah, always be sixing. <laughs> yeah, always be sixing. But yeah, so that's that's one of the key ones that hit for me this year was that whole range came out. What uh Yeah, that's a uh, fucking gorgeous. It really yeah, is. Absolutely awesome range refresh. What's uh what's another good one for you? Hmm, I'm scrolling through the list right now and there's just so much shit, but uh we'll just go on to what I scrolled to, which is the the Tyranid refresh yeah. speaking of army refreshes. Uh, not quite as long in the tooth as most of your, your Cadians were, but they were in pretty desperate need of some, some love and care there for a bit. And God damn, did they get it this year? Mm-hmm. We, I mean, we got so many huge new monsters. We got refreshes of Termagants, Hormagants, uh, or I said that backwards, Termagants, Hormagants. I always yeah, do that. So uh, Ripper Swarms, Gene Stealers. We got the new Nord Emissary and Assimilator. We got fucking new Lictors. We got a Lictor with a big brain. Uh, we got new Death Leaper. I mean, we got new Biovores. Talk about a fucking oh glow. God, Holy right? shit. That was one of the ugliest 40k models, and now it looks awesome. The fucking so, psychophage. Yeah, yeah just uh, this is some really, really good Starship Trooper shit, and there's a reason mm-hmm. I was painting them like High Fleet Klindathu. Yeah, I, I love the new Biovore look. It is horrifying. Oh yeah, as soon as I feel like painting space bugs again, I'm definitely getting a couple of those. So cool. Big. Just what? What if we took an armored spider and put a cannon right. on its ass? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's wild. So good. Oh, what 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 next jumped out at you this year, Tony? So obviously the big one is we got 10th edition 40k. Sure. But yep. in addition to 10th edition 40k, we got two entire new ways to play in 40k. We got Combat Patrol, which is set army list for everything, and every 40k army has one except for Imperial Knights. And yep. it's supposed to be very balanced they have their own strats they have their own um, enhancements it's a separate game that uses all the same basic rules and we got boarding action earlier this year i had yeah. i was so excited about boarding action and they're like 10th edition i'm like fuck boarding action 10th edition's where it's at but god i still need to paint that boarding action yeah i've, set I've got it. a whole set of it too but we didn't even play boarding action like we are so spoiled for choice right now in just Warhammer. Yeah, just 40k. It's it's wild. But yeah, so we got 10th edition, we got boarding action, we got um combat patrol, all three of those games within like a 6 month span. Yeah, uh, like this this 2023 is was a good fucking was year a, for 40k in general. It was a good year for just hobbies. Yeah, yeah, and if you're if you're a fan of GW, this was just a solid year. What's uh, what's your next one? 
Hmm. Well, let's see. Um, I guess we can go into a couple of big ones for just the fact that even though none of the people in the local group have gotten into it, they brought back fucking Epic. The yeah. thing that nobody expected. Yeah, that was like wild. Like people unexpected. have been, you know, they were thinking about it. Like, oh, Titanicus would be Epic scale. Like maybe, you know, like, you know, Pipe Dream type stuff. And then they're like, hey, y'all like Epic, right? And everybody's like, yeah. And they're like, you like playing only Space Marines and Imperial Guard, right? And everybody's like, eh. Like, <laughs> oh, a little oh bit. we're doing this again in a new system. Ooh. We get that you guys don't want to make too many skews, and you know some some things don't sell as well. But like, I know people want to play Eldar and Orcs and shit. What the fuck? So yeah, it was a uh, uh, yeah uh, mixed bag on that. I'm really glad they're bringing back these these beloved old fucking game systems, even though they're giving them goofy copyrightable names. But uh, uh, just why why is it gotta be set in Horus Heresy, y'all? Mm. Just just give us give us Orcs and Necrons and stuff. Yeah, but but. The tank lover in you does have to appreciate the one-inch-long main blade. It, I mean. it does, until I saw the sprue of 4,832 parts for the fucker. Ooh, yeah, no, it's a... Uh, I'm not against the game, but I did lose all enthusiasm when I saw that, so if I ever get into it, it'll be pretty far down the line. <laughs> yeah, it just... I don't know. I probably won't. Yeah, at this point, I we just didn't play enough Titanicus to even justify getting into Epic, so we gotta get back into Titanicus, because we already got the shit for it. Yeah. For sure. Which I am down for. Then, I got another fucking army I love's range refresh. I got fucking yep. Cities of Sigmar. Like, holy yep. shit. Uh, they did not see that coming. Did not see no. that coming. Not to that degree. No. I expected, like... I expected some wrangling of models where they're like, hey, nobody wants to use these anymore. I, I honestly expected them to get rid of Dark Elves and the Dwarves and just be like, look, it's just humans. We're going to make these other guys into an army. Nah, there's like, fuck it. We'll just yeah. make all and, the humans. And they leaned in super hard to the aesthetic that I fucking love. That just like dirty old Mordheim looking aesthetic. Yeah, they definitely they definitely look like peasantry that had a spear thrust in their hands and said, you're fighting for Sigmar, son. Yeah, like it's and every new model is gorgeous even even the goofy fucking ogre with the sniper on the crow's nest oh it's so hilariously dumb it but it's it's such a good model they're so well done and so beautiful oh yeah like i'm i'm really excited to just keep putting paint on those that's the first army i've been excited to paint in quite a while Oh, and you've definitely been going ham on them. I mean, you you fucking have been spending like a month and a half on Pontifex Butzerfuck. Yeah, well, I mean, the Fusiliers, I spent three weeks just painting Fusiliers. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm forcing myself to really take my time on this army. Yeah, that's definitely showing, um, which is great that you decided to put all of your time into a fucking high body count army, so you're going to be on them for a while. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm. Totally okay um, Well, speaking of a high-body army, uh, I got some stuff from my gits this year, too. Yeah, you too. did. So, we got the new Battle Tome, which on the whole has been pretty good. Very, like, distinctly middle of the pack, which, you know, I'm pretty happy with. We're not bottom of the bin anymore. We also ended up getting some new models. They released the Snarlfang Riders, which still don't really feel like gits to me. They feel like they should be part of all the old orcs and goblins, really but they are don't. gorgeous models. Um, I'm, I'll probably end up getting some eventually, but it just hadn't felt it yet. But I did get the squig bosh with Nasha squig because he looks like Dr. Doom and he makes squigs way better. Yeah. Holy shit. Does he make squig herd way better? He's so I cool got looking. Some, 
yeah, he's he's awesome. That's such a good model. Uh, we also got the Rabble Rouser, which also looks awesome with his big goofy squig skull that he's wearing and all of his squig bats that he has as friends. And then they called to my spirit animal and gave me Trug the Trogoth King. They're like, Andrew, you love trolls. You've been a diehard troll fan pretty much since Sigmar started. Here you go, bud. And I gladly took this gift of Troll King and said, thank you, sir. May I have another? So, uh, For the yeah, last I'm just... two years, you have gotten a king for your army. You got yeah, Rod and then you got Trug. Yeah, I wonder what, what king I'll get this year. I know, right? <laughs> uh, let's see. It's got to be Chaos because that's the other stuff you're playing right now. I mean, I got flesh eaters now. Oh, I'm getting oh, Usheron. Oh shit! Duh. You're getting Usheron. You're getting a fucking kid. Why? Not? The, the guy who got <laughs> me into flesh eaters. <laughs> All right, we'll keep the king train rolling, baby. <laughs> oh my god! Wonderful. Uh, uh, oh man! So uh, we also got a just smattering of star players for Blood Bowl. Yeah, we did. We got. Uh, let's see. We got River Blogger blog rot we get oh my god why does it bile mort bi, fuck me bile rot vomit flesh god i hate these names sometimes <laughs> we got crack and i we got the fucking ivan the animal death shroud oh god what why can i not find this motherfucker's name the the two lizard man ones oh uh scribble and scroll or whatever yeah dribble and droll Dribble and draw. Yeah. I was close. We got Cindy we got Pie Whistle and Puggy Bacon Breath. We got Bryce the Slice. We got Withergrass Double Drool. Like, we got a lot of fucking star players. We got Captain Von Ries. Captain Von Ries. We got uh, Luther Von Drakenborg. Mm-hmm. We got the new uh, vamp. We got new vampires. An entire new, new team. I... We got the Vargas for them. A gorgeous team. Mm-hmm. You know, to the point where I saw them and was like, well, fuck, I guess I'm buying vampires. Uh, so. The prettiest blood bowl pitch i've ever seen yeah i picked up that vampire blood bowl it's, pitch and i will say I like it. a problem that a lot of the gw ones have is it's kind of hard to distinguish where the squares are not on that one because it's a tiled floor <laughs> and it's great and it also has rules where if you flip the board everything's on fire and you have to see if you burn to death because the carpet's on fire <laughs> uh, and we got gutter bowl yeah, which we still haven't played Dungeon Bowl, but no, we do need to try Gutter Bowl at some point, th- too. An expansion for Dungeon Bowl came out as well this year. <laughs> One day One we day will we'll play, play that it. box game we got we are, to like two We are ago. so spoiled for choice on games. It's wild. God, absolutely. Oh, man. Uh, what else have we got, uh, Andrew? What, what other big things? Big things for me personally. Let's see. Scrolling through, scrolling through. Uh, I mean, the fucking Slaves of Darkness stuff mostly came out yeah. this year, and I painted a whole goddamn Slaves of Darkness army. So uh, that was a big thing. And uh, had a ton of fun learning how to do OSL on that army. That's what I'm looking forward to learning how to do on these Star Wars miniatures. I will show you how I do mine. That works for me, sir. Uh, we got, obviously, the new General's Handbook season. Which I'm not wild about. Yeah. Especially, <laughs> I love getting one where I'm like, I don't like this rule set. And this time we're doubling the length. And I'm like, ah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got a bunch of Warcry stuff. A whole new season of Underworld stuff. We got all the Dawnbringer stuff in AOS. So, you know, you have your your Grimhold Exile, the fucking stupid Hero Rock butt dwarf. The only Skaven release was fucking Skabix Plague Pack, which, don't get me wrong, beautiful models, but where yeah. my fucking Skaven? 
Yeah, really, really good play, guys. I still, I still think they're coming in fourth. Like, they I are. think you're going to get they're your, your, your third range refresh, and it's going to break me because I have, I probably have, pushing seven or eight thousand points of scaven. Fucking hell. <laughs> okay, and half of that though, well, it's actually probably only six thousand now because of all the point drops because scaven are so bad. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but most of that is the fact that when the uh, the Sylvaneth set came out that split with Skaven, everyone was like, hey, Tony, do you want to buy these Skaven for fucking pennies on the dollar? I got, I think, four sets of that shit. I have so many Screaming Fuck. Bells. Fuck. Like, so, <laughs> so many much. Screaming Bells. Uh, I went from having no Storm Vermin to 60 Storm Vermin in the span of two months. Yeah, that's a jump. A bit. Uh, yeah, I've, I've just a bit. I've got enough Skaven where if our entire group wanted to do an AOS campaign of nothing but Skaven, I could fund it. That would honestly be hilarious. It would be have very like fun. Clan Eshin versus Clan Scrawny oh, yeah. versus Clan Mulder. Let's <laughs> just have every single clan represented mm-hmm. and try to kill each other. Oh, that'd be a load of fun. I don't have much Pestle and stuff though. Actually, the you only pest that's... the only Pestle and stuff I have is one squad of Plague Monks. That's it. Huh. And that'll uh, be your. Uh, oh well, no, I have. Uh, your... I have a plague furnace because I can I convert I turn one of the bells into one. Maybe that'll be your thing you get into with the new models. You go all plague. Meh. Nurgle's you never play, really you done play it Nurgle for me. without Nurgle. It's not Nurgle. It's just mm, the nasty aspect of the Great Horned Rat. It's it's he had a bad fart and a bunch of fucking rats decided to worship it. Oh, Andrew, did you see what is on made to order this week? Uh the Iron Warrior. Uh, yeah, the, the uh, Iron Warsmith? Warrior Warsmith from like the fucking yeah. early two thousands. I thought about it, but I decided to... Oh, yeah, I also got the Old World map that they released. Oh, same so That was the only thing I picked up from from all that stuff. I, I got the, the rule book from a third-party seller because yeah. it saved me like $20. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Old World, I know it's not technically in the year review, but they announced it today, which is also still not 2023. But the box of Old World merch is kind of real tempting. It's a. Yeah, this is way better than the 40th anniversary better. box they released. It's a, a T-shirt with the Old World emblem, a very nice hoodie with the emblem on the front, and then, base the, the emblem on the back of it reminds me a lot of the, um, Warhammer Fantasy. I think it was seventh or eighth edition rule book. It's got that look to yeah. it. Comes with a nice felt and velvet lining, or I don't know, satin lined dice bag. But the real winner here is the blanket that is a map of the old world. Yeah, I didn't realize that was a blanket. Yeah. I thought it was like a cloth map. That's what I did, too. I was like, oh, I don't want to get a second one. And I was like, wait, literally wrap yourself in the old world? What? <laughs> so. uh, that's that's what that guy who burned his 10,000 points of high elves cries himself asleep <laughs> in now. <laughs> yeah, so uh, like I said, I know that's not. 2023 but i wanted to to point that out because i might well, get it back to 2023 and something that uh neither of us are probably ever gonna get but we're simultaneously uh in love with and baffled by uh the new fulgrim yeah. transformed model holy <laughs> shit i will never own uh, that model and you can quote me on that as always just the roller coaster of emotion when people saw that many holy shit yeah <laughs> it's so gorgeous and it's for fucking 30k. <laughs> that feels like that was way more than like five months ago. 
It really does. September wasn't that long ago, but it feels like ages ago now. Um, and then more Horus Heresy releases. We got the Derrideo in plastic. Uh, we got the Mark III guys. Uh, we got a shitload of Horus Heresy dudes. The the peak of which being the uh, Esoterist console, i.e. an Apostle Wizard. Yeah, the Apostle Wizard. <laughs> so, uh, that's that's always a good one. Uh, one that's actually a fucking rad model. The Loyalist Champion. I mean, the guy with the awesome sword. Yeah, the, looks like he's the Black Templar. Uh, just a yeah, just a built-in Black Templar. Uh, well, you know, you, you uh, missed the... you missed one great AOS model that almost got me... Well, it's a D&D model. Let's be honest. It's a fucking D&D model. The Abhorrent Ghoul King with the Crown of Delusion. Oh, that's a the good one. Ghoul. And I wish I could get it for cheap now, nope, but... Uh, hmm. No, it's 70 bucks on eBay, and that's a lot for mm. one HQ for, model that's not a huge model. For a dude in a chair. For a dude in a chair. Oh, uh, we... We did get the Serestus Knight in plastic. We did, finally. and the yeah. Lancer in plastic. All three of those uh, chassis are in plastic now. Yes, indeed. Uh, also still super expensive, but better than resin. Yes, definitely cheaper than resin. Uh, so, uh, really, really good year for Space Marines. Well, yeah. So many Space Marine releases. I'm not even going to go through that list. It's all of the, all of the Space Marine releases. Uh, let me scroll back up to it. We'll, we'll we'll do some big ones real quick. We got goofy new jetpackers, all of which are on doodle bopper stands, but they're fucking jumping off of a tiny rock in the middle of nothing. Uh, we got stern god vets. We got new terminators. We got uh, infernus marines, That's captain and terminator desolation armor. marines, apothecary biologists, chapelator, chap chapelator, <laughs> chaplain and terminator armor, librarian um, and terminator armor. It. Uh, yeah, we got the Brutalis Dread, we got Dante, Ballistus we got the Lion, Dread. we, we got Azrael, uh, just, it was, it was, uh, Space Marines were, were eating good this year, for sure. Uh, and, oh, they, and then there's they typically also are, the, but... the, the next round of Dark Angel guys coming out, too. Yeah, they announced they, they those, announced they're not those. out yet, they're but they're, yet, they're, they're but coming. My God, they are beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, oof. Um, oh, uh, how did we skip this one? This is the army I will get when I feel like getting order stuff. Fucking Lizardman oh, got an yeah. entire range refresh. Speaking of range That's refreshes, how much holy great shit. shit came out that we missed an entire range refresh. Yeah, the one that I said that if I buy an order army is the one I'm gonna get. <laughs> it's yeah. just, oh, it's so gorgeous. Just, man, what a 2023, what a fucking good year for Warhammer. Holy shit. Oh, we got the the cool new squat prospector vehicle that's way too expensive. Way too expensive. Holy you know, shit. Uh, I picked, Ocean I picked the wrong gang for Necromunda. <laughs> yeah, who'd have thought? All, all of their bonus stuff is fucking Forge World, and I, it, you know, I'm not going to get it. <laughs> yeah, just so much stuff came out this year. Uh, And... Uh, it sounds like we're winding down. So last but not least, the biggest, best model that was released this year. We definitely skipped. It's the fucking Ghoulrillas, baby. Um, Woo! <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, I uh, as as a guy who is now into Flesh Eater Quartz, fuck those models. Those are awful. Those Holy are, shit. Those are terrible models. I hate those, those so models. They're so stupid. <laughs> I'm looking at them now. They look so fucking bad. Yeah, they're pretty awful. <laughs> real fucking awful oh those are so bad mm. everything else in that kit's pretty cool but jesus christ like 
And, and that's a unit in the new Fleshier Quartz book, so if I ever pick it up, I'm going to take both of the Ghoulrillas and throw them in the fucking trash and just get two proxy models. <laughs> just go buy two plastic gorillas from Michael's. I like their toy section. They're supposed to... They're supposed to be like like hounds, so I don't I don't even know like it's ugh. oh I've anyway, uh, I've, I've got a couple of extra hound models. Cool, I'll I'll get those off of there you and go. ghoul them there up and go. look ten times better. Oh man! So and that was all just GW stuff. Andrew, yeah. did you get into any new games this year? Uh, Song of Ice and Fire. Song of Song of ice and fire just gave my cool there reason my brain shut down <laughs> yeah because you got a whole uh whole uh fucking wildlings free folk, free folk. yes I, like, I, can't, I can't remember their, their fucking name y'all it's not that late and our beers weren't that high ABV, yeah mine was so a tall boy what's in happening. all fairness that's that, that's something yeah uh, i think we're just dying yeah. it is friday night we had a friday, week. it's been a long week but yes, I, I went whole hog into Free Folk, and uh, I I do technically have a fully painted army, and that I painted all of my giants and 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 Craster, so you know, yeah. it's not a good army, but it is fully painted. Yeah, um, I started not one but two brand new game systems this year. Uh, one of them was a Song of Ice and Fire miniatures game by Cool Minis or Not. Uh, I started with Lannister, split that start set with Trent. I uh, went whole hog into Lannister and then picked up a little bit of Baratheon to play around with as well, which I need to get back to. And Certainly. That's a great game. And your boy went hard into Battletech because he got a bunch of stuff at Nova. Boy fucking did you. I love it. It's a great game. And the minis are fun to paint. Well, there you go. Yeah. So those are the two new games I got. I guess technically, Andrew, we did both get into Aeronautica. We did split that start set of Aeronautica. Oh, I built them, and they've been on the backlog for ages. Yeah, I literally uh, forgot I owned them until you brought that up. <laughs> same thing, but we did technically get in buy into a game system. Sure. <laughs> oh man. So Andrew, we'll count that. Roughly yep. one year ago, we came. Our episode, we talked about our hobby goals for mm-hmm. this year. Do you remember any of yours? Sure, don't. Totally meant to re-listen to it and just didn't. Well, I did re-listen to it, at least that, like, 20-minute segment. All right. right. So, your big pipe dream goal was to get a Chaos Army for every aspect of Chaos. Oh, I didn't even try for that. That was one that would be cool, but I knew that was not going to happen. That was what you said. But then you changed it to wanting to get the group together and play an Apocalypse game. Hey, guess what also did not happen? Yeah, we did not. We did not do that. Didn't even try. <laughs> uh, you also stated on the record, this would be the year of chaos, probably world eaters, but I really like those Hedonite models. Well, I did get Hedonites and I am working on them now. And I did continue working on them in 2023, technically just barely. Uh, it it but was really did... the year of chaos for you, though. I, I did build and paint an entire Slaves of Darkness army. I did build and paint an entire Iron Warriors army. So I I did hit that goal at the very least. Yes, you did. Uh, your other one was to get a new Blood Bowl team, probably Chaos. I did, actually. You did. It was not you a did. new one, technically. It was the old 90s one that I got from Matt, but it was new to me. It was new to you, <laughs> damn it. 
Uh, and then you're also la- got vampires. And you got vampires. Also got high elves. Also got lizard men. Also got. Uh, well, I didn't get humans, but I painted them. Yeah. I, they'd been on my backlog for like five years. Yeah, your other goal was to paint more models than you did in 2022, but you didn't have a number of models you painted in 2022. Yeah, although I do think I probably still broke that because I, I had a so. shitload of cultists that I painted. I painted a lot of cultists. Oh my god. Uh, I painted a lot of Slaves to Darkness. I painted a lot of Blood Bowl. I painted... Fuck, I'm looking at my shelf now. What else do I have? I painted a good bit of troll stuff. I painted a shitload of space marines. Uh, so if I didn't beat it, I at least came very close. Yeah, I I was looking at my stuff earlier, and I have painted significantly more this year than I did last year. Like, significantly more. Always be going up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so overall, you did pretty all right on yours. Yeah, especially since, like, two of mine were kind of more pipe dreamy. Mm-hmm. Uh, my two pipe dream ones were competing armies on parade and try and win one of the categories with a gold. I did not even compete in armies on parade because I forgot what weekend it was happening and I was out of town. That'll do it. Um, my other pipe dream one was to get the Warhound built for paint. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it gets way worse, Andrew. <laughs> it gets way worse. To get the Warhound built... <laughs> For Patreon content. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, that Patreon that we still haven't put anything up for. Ooh. Which, in our <laughs> review episode last year, we talked about recording an episode on Sunday. <laughs> hmm. Urgh, hmm. I'll take things that didn't hmm. age well for 200, Trebek. <laughs> it's just a joke at this point. It really we, is. We, at this point, we just can't put anything on Patreon. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that didn't happen. But my other two goals that I put were to build that Bane blade that's sitting in my pile of shame, which I did not build that Bane blade. That one is still there. However, I did build two other ones. What the fuck? <laughs> so I now have four you, Bane you blades. Somehow, I have just multiplying Bane blades. I have four total. You somehow doubled your Bane blade resolution, but still didn't do your resolution. Okay, okay now the reason behind it is because that one is in the top of the pile of shame claws and it's hard to get to. And then I got the one from David, and so it was it was easily accessible, and I put it together. And then in that big guard order, I got the one that was like mostly built, and I finished it up. So I'll call that a win, um, and the old one is still there. No, you still fail. <laughs> built the better version of it, because the one that I got from David was an Octoblade. The one in my closet is just a Bane Blade. I, I didn't know Octopi piloted the Bane Blade. They do, it's great. Uh, and then my other one was to play in more competitive games and go to more tournaments and events. So I could, and then tied into that was to, you know, learn and do well at them. And oh boy, did I check the fuck out of that box. Sure did. So I went to three RTTs this year. I placed third in two of them and then like sixth in one of them. And I got first place in our local league that was like 20 players. So I will consider the competitive box fucking checked. And played a duos tournament on and stream. And played a at duos Nova. tournament on stream at Nova. That is correct. And played in a Blood Bowl tournament at Nova. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. competitive for fucking days. Yeah. Three systems. I played in competitive games in three systems. Yeah. And did okay in one of those systems. <laughs> 
did okay. <laughs> but hey, I mean, okay is totally fine. Yeah, I did not. We are called dice like ice. We are, I mean, you we can't are. expect much. Oh uh, man, but yeah. So all in all, you know, I didn't hit the goals that I thought I was going to, but the ones I hit, I knocked out of the fucking park. And I didn't get golden armies on parade. Uh, but I did win uh, bronze golden grot at one of his big painting events. So I'll take that. Yeah. Your uh, cartoon black horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and also in the uh, play more competitive events and tournaments, we started our own tournament circuit. Yeah, that's a big yeah, one. So, so, you know, we have, Bo- we have box checked for fucking dice like ice local Athens boys. Yeah. Uh, so, Andrew, what... Give me a handful of hobby goals for you this year. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to bring up a document to type it. Oh, oh, we're going to remember things this well, year. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I can be held accountable for my actions? How fucking dare you? All right. Uh, well, let's see. So the first resolution I think I will do, as I have mentioned, and because I've lusted after the army for ages, is I think... Once I get to the point where I finish my Hedonites, my Flesh Eaters, I'm going to try and crank out a Lizardmen army this year. I really like the idea of having at least one army for every single one of the Grand Alliances, just because that sounds really fucking cool, and it would also be a really good way to introduce friends and other people into the hobby. Uh, Or if they're not into, you know, AOS, but like 40k, it's a good way to say, hey, try one of these multiple fucking flavors of AOS. There you go. Also, I just want to own. I just want to own that Lord Grope model. That's oh a good God. one. That's a good one. <laughs> so, those new Croxigore and the new Saurus Warriors. Just ah, that range is so fucking good. I've just been, I've been staring at it for so long, which is really funny because uh, Phil has <laughs> Lizardmen already, and we just got Rin into yeah. Lizardmen because we were able to wrangle three more people in Age of Sigmar. So yeah, there's gonna be we're gonna have dinosaurs for days. Andrew, I believe I might be a pusher in this hobby. Uh, no not me not you what's your first resolution then tony uh hold yourself accountable all right so my first one is the warhound titan i'm putting it up there again i am going to be actually doing it i am actually doing it and i'm going to record the content for patreon my god doing it again (laughs) we're we're sticking with it this time though Warhound Titan. All right, you hear it here first, folks. The second time Tony has promised. <laughs> you know what they say: third time's the charm. So yeah, we'll get there. We'll it It'll be done by twenty twenty six at the very <laughs> least. Can't believe it's fucking twenty twenty four. I know that's Jesus fucking Christ. wild. This is this is a, a space future. I feel like I should have a flying car <laughs> and be attacked by cyborgs at any minute, or at least have a real hoverboard. Yeah, yeah. All right, what's your next one, bud? Um, I would not mind playing more non-GW stuff. Because I do, we, we, we toyed with that a lot this year. Um, because you got into Battletech, we got into mm-hmm. a Song of Ice and Fire miniatures. Song of Ice and Fire miniatures game by Cool Maze or not. Jesus Christ, I cannot say that today. See, it's not just uh, me. <laughs> Yeah, the brain rot is real. Yeah. Uh, 2024, the fucking, the, the start of the ruination. Um, I would very much really like to play a lot more Ice and Fire. Like, I really like that game. That is a very solid system. I definitely enjoyed the five or six games I've played of it. It's just a very fun game all around. It's so I definitely good. want to play more of that. Um, 
I kind of want to play a lot more board games too, like just playing the thing and uh, just several other board games lately here at the end of the year. I kind of want to get out of miniatures for a smidge just to do more stuff like that. I, Not that I want to get out of miniatures, but I just board games are good and I feel like I've neglected them for quite a while. So here's the and great. We are polygamers. We so. are definitely polygamers. And here's the best part about that, though, Andrew, is since our group at the diner has grown so much and we've only got so many tables to play big games on, it's like, well, there's four big games going on. Who wants to play fucking terraforming Mars? You know, yeah. they do that. We hop on one of the small tables and we play a board game. <laughs> What's really like, funny? Do you like a little jab? You said trend? terraforming. No, no. You said terraforming Mars. I literally just got a message from him on Discord. <laughs> so I'm going to check and see if he said somebody say terraforming Mars. Oh God, that would be the best. <laughs> okay, no, he's asking about land raiders, but still, that's really funny. <laughs> Oh God, that was great. That, yeah, no, uh, yeah. So for, for so, those not in the loop, it's an inside joke with Trent. Yeah, he he fucking loves that game. Um, yeah, yeah, just more more non GW stuff. Still love GW. Still plan on playing plenty of 40k AOS, Titanicus, Blood Bowl, all that fun stuff. But I would very much like to get into more Ice and Fire minis, uh, uh, board gaming stuff like that. Uh, maybe even Shatterpoint if they release original trilogy stuff. So yeah, we'll they, see. they are not releasing to Shatterpoint. Some, they are releasing some original trilogy stuff. All right, we'll see then. Yeah. We'll see. But yes, definitely more non-GW. All right. Well, uh, what would your next one be then, Tony? So my next one is going to be trying to go hobby positive. So I'm keeping track of my models built and painted. And this year I want to reduce the backlog and stuff. Just keep bringing stuff in. And I would like to paint more models than I purchase. That is a tall It's order. It's a big one. It's a big one. Uh, and I've started the year okay with zero models bought, zero models painted. Uh, I started the model real bad with uh, something like 100 models bought by bought, getting that Flesh Eater Quartz Army. Done and I have to repaint kid. them all for my own sanity. So, hmm, we'll see. Although I do have... So for the ghouls, I do have a faster method thought out. I, I did pick up some uh, 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 Flesh Terror's Red Contrast, which I think yeah. will be comparable to like a Corn Red with uh, Caribou Crimson Wash on it. So I think that'll that'll speed up the process a lot, and then it's going to be a lot of dry brushing. So I, th I think I could probably do that, but I'm not going to commit to that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're definitely going to have a hard time going hobby positive <laughs> if you try that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, especially since I'm, I'm, I'm adamant that I'm going to get heat nights done this year. Yeah. So I'm doing yesteryear's backlog before I start this new backlog that I gave myself because apparently I hate myself, <laughs> uh, oh. but it's fine. It's all stuff I like and I want to play with. So, all right. So what's uh, what's your next one? Uh, I would very much like to do a blood bowl tournament. I think. Ooh. Um, it could just be like an over a weekend. Hell, it could even just be a long Saturday. But I think it would be really fun if we could have just a proper, like, best of three Blood Bowl tournament, yeah. just like 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 we do at Nova. Yeah. But with just local group, maybe invite some people who are in Athens who aren't necessarily part of the group, but like Blood Bowl. I think that would just be that'd be, that'd be a fun time. No, agreed. Yeah, that that'd be a great one. Um, that ties into my next one, in fact, and that is Woohoo. expand our tournament circuit out. So, you know, the goal is to, instead of running four RTs a year, start running four GTs a year of 40K, throw in some AOS ones, maybe some Blood Bowl ones, uh, and eventually, this won't happen this year, 
but the eventual goal for that is to turn it into a convention or an event. Yeah, it'd be nice to have another uh, Southern one that's like actually Southern, not just, uh, you know, DC or uh, fucking, uh, what was the one that's in Texas? There's, there's one out in Texas, oh, right? Yeah. There's, there's, there's a bunch that aren't, or that aren't near us, but are around us. But like, you know, if you're, if you have like a European mindset, it's like, oh, that's only five countries away. So, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, the, the uh, America's big. And when someone's like, oh, we're having a tournament and, uh, I don't know, fucking Arkansas. It's like, oh, cool. Guess I'll never go to that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. All right. Uh, you got more? I got a couple more. Um, Not immediately coming to mind. So tell me your next ones and we'll see if I think of one. So my next one is going to be paint up a showcase quality army for myself. Oh. So that's what I'm kind of working towards with my Cities of Sigmar stuff right now. That's why I'm focusing and putting so much time in it. I want one of my armies to at least when I put it on a table, you know, it's not going to win a painting award, but it would be nice to be in contention for judging for something. Or you want the people to come up and stare at your army yeah. for an uncomfortably long time yeah. like some people do? Yeah. Because it's, it's just, it's... my painting has come a lot farther in the past two years, and I want to keep improving it, and without pushing myself out of my comfort zone and not taking shortcuts, I think that's the way to do it. So I'm going to set that Hell as a goal yeah. for myself. I would love, nice. I would love to, you know, roll that into an armies on parade board, and win the armies on parade a year late. But I mean, you know, that's that's still something. Mm -hmm. mm. Late, late is better than never, I suppose. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You got any others? Hmm. Well, we'll see if it happens. But I'll I'll go ahead and say it. Since I'm planning on going to Nova, I'll try and win something at the Capitol Palette. I got I got some stuff that I think is pretty good. I think could win win maybe a trophy or a medal or even a, a good job gold sticker you stood out above the rest but didn't quite make it. I want to win something at Capital Palette this year. There you go. Uh, I want to keep traveling and going to tournaments and events. And I would like to get to a second big event other than Nova, like another GW open or like mm, Cherokee like, open uh, or something like that. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking like Adepticon, but that's March. So it's yeah. probably going to happen. Um, and I, you know, coupling onto that, I would love to place in like the top 10 in a GT. That would be cool. I don't know how feasible it is. Um, I will be playing my first GT of this year in two months. At the end of March, we're going to a GT in Alabama. So, but that is a real cutthroat environment. So, I don't know how I'll do over five rounds, but I would love to place. I wish you the best. I'm glad to not participate. <laughs> uh, Sounds like a lot, a Andrew. If I if I do find an open to go to, would you possibly be interested in going and playing at their Blood Bowl or their AOS events? GW Open. Yeah. Uh, depending on where it is of course I say I'll give you a soft maybe on that one that's not a resolution fair <laughs> enough um yeah I think that's that's me for the year I believe you have do you have any other ones uh that that's really the big ones um if it's possible I would really like to go to chaos cup this year that'd be fun was that's Orlando uh yeah Orlando it's like a seven oh, hour drive down to Florida 
Yeah, that's not too horrible for no. us. It's literally, we get on 75 and we stay on until we're in Orlando. Just go straight until you feel like you want to kill yourself? Yeah, and then go straight for four more hours. God, I fucking hate that drive. You know you've hit Florida when you get the weird Christian billboards. Oh, right right next to the, uh, the the topless truck stop billboards. Are you going to hell? Probably. Gee, thanks. <laughs> now let's remind, let's remind us of this for the next mile for every yeah. single fucking mile all the way down until you hit orlando <laughs> oh man and it's flat and terrible fuck you florida <laughs> i hate that state <laughs> jesus <laughs> yeah, right. it's i hate that drive that's yeah, it that, mainly it's, is it's that a really sucks, bad drive so bad. it's so boring and i've so judged the whole way <laughs> all, right. Anyway. <laughs> all right so so here's what we have for your four okay okay it is Acquire and paint a Lizardman army or one army for each Grand Alliance. Okay, can do. Yep. Mostly there already. Yep. Uh, playing more non-GW games, specifically A Song of Ice and Fire's miniatures games by Cool Minis or Not, and board games. There you go. Run a Blood Bowl tournament or event. That'd be fun. And win a Capital Palette Award. We'll see. I think you can do it. I think you got the chops for it. We'll, we'll, we'll try our best. <laughs> And then mine are get the Warhound assembled and painted for Patreon content. Go hobby positive to paint more models than I buy. Paint up a showcase level army, probably going to be Cities of Sigmar. Expand out our tournament circuit to include things such as AOS, Blood Bowl, and Kill Team. Hey, and if we get a, if we can do a Blood Bowl one under the Dice Like Ice name, we could just have you run it. <laughs> Bingo, there we go. Perfect. And then keep traveling to events and tournaments and hopefully go to a U.S. Open in addition to Nova. I say the vast majority of those are very attainable. And you know what, Andrew? Let's let's uh, let's do one for the podcast and let's actually make some Patreon content this year. <laughs> yes, we will make Patreon content. Um, I have we'll see if the Warhound Titan gets there first. I have, we have been playing a lot of video game stuff and I have been recording it. I do need to teach myself how to edit. So maybe I might put some of our dumb lethal company shit up there just for something to be on there. I do have a very good clip of me bonking you on the head with the shovel. Motherfucker. It was hilarious. It wasn't a shovel. It was was a yield sign. It was, it was a yield (laughs) sign. It wasn't even a stop sign. I don't even get eight sides. I just get fucking three. Uh, Yep. Well, you know, it's going to have more corner to kill you better. Right. Oh, man. So we did this last year. I'm going to pull up our Podbean stats. Oh, year in review. Yeah, a, a big thank you to all of our listeners and all of our new listeners. Uh, Andrew and I would make this show even if no one listened to it because we have fun doing it. But we really like that people listen to it as well and give us feedback on things and follow us. So, you know, keep keep doing what you're doing, guys. Like, we, we yeah, love we, we love we, it. We had some fairly significant growth this year. We um, really did. Shout out to Germany. What's going on, y'all? Yeah, we, we got a lot of late German stuff. So let's see. We're going to start January 2023 to December 2023. We got, over that period of time, 1,260 new downloads, which more than doubled what we got the year before. It was up 83% over the year prior. Moving on up. Let's see. Uh, our biggest country was the U.S. with 1,100 of those downloads. It was 90%. And then Germany was 5% of those downloads. Uh, and they whipped it in in the last half of the year. 
So we, we probably had like five people who were just really invested in the dumb yeah. shit we have to say. So, hey, guys, what's going on? Uh, our top state was Georgia. Obviously, it's it's where our home state is. Behind that was Alabama and then New York, Virginia, North Carolina, Maryland, Pennsylvania, Florida, so on and so forth. Still a chunk New of... New York is... What's up? New York is almost certainly Ken, just listening to the backlog. <laughs> 129 downloads. Thank you, Ken. Yes, thank you for putting us on multiple devices throughout your household, stealing your fiance's devices to put it on her stuff. You know, thank you for that. And thank you for being 11% of our downloads. You the man. Real fucking freeloader over here. Um, so last year, our number one aggregate website was Spotify. This year was actually Amazon Podcast. Which has surprised me because I didn't know they had a podcast uh, application. <laughs> I did not either. All right, Andrew, do you care to guess what our top episode of 2023 was? 2023. Uh, I'll say the Spooptacular. Ooh, no. The Spooptacular actually didn't even make the top 10. Y'all letting me down because the Spooptacular is one of my fucking favorites, y'all. I put in a special goddamn intro song for it and everything. <laughs> All right. So coming in at 10th was episode 30, the first official Dice Like Ice RTT with uh, 46 downloads. I'm not going to go over the download numbers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Coming in at 9, which actually surprised me this one wasn't higher up, was the best Warhammer video games. Hmm. Uh, standing strong at number seven, one of my favorite episodes, Best Hats of 40K. Fuck yeah. Uh, Adepticon 2023 and 10th edition rumors was at six. Five was Warhammer Fest. Wait, no. Six was Warhammer Fest. I got a number off there somehow. Uh, five was our interview with Stevie of Baron of Dice. That was a good one. It was. And all, all these are very close together. They're like two downloads apart. Then at four, we had the Road to Nova. Then at three, we had the Nova Open. At number hey. two, this one doesn't really surprise me at all, was our board game episode. That's a good one, yep. And yep. number one, by a significant margin, and a significant margin of all of our downloads of all time, is the cursed episode two, The Revenge in <laughs> <laughs> The single worst episode we've ever put out has the most downloads. The one where we had just such a... <laughs> bevy of technical issues the one that's the one people are like three yeah three times three times we recorded that fucking, fucking episode repeat. oh god it's so so much difficulty <laughs> getting all of those goddamn tracks to sync up and for some reason oh, it just didn't man. want to and that's the one you guys listen right? to the spooktacular was right there <laughs> yeah because uh the cursed episode two was that that wasn't the one with the the paint with trent was it no that was the trent one yeah was that the trent one okay Goddamn, yeah. So I guess way to go, Trent, for somehow being our top guest. So I'm, <laughs> I'm sure he'll, you know, he'll be super humble about that. Uh, silver, silver trophy <laughs> to Stevie over at Baron of Dice. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Baron of Dice, as always, our promo code is still active at Baron of Dice. Icy Dice for five percent off your order. Uh, Andrew, you want to plug our other socials? Uh, yeah, so as we said before, we have uh, Dice Like Ice over on Patreon if you want to give us money for currently no content, but this year we're going to put something on there, goddammit. Um, <clears throat> that does help support us. It did also pay for a decent chunk of our Nova Hotel it last did. year, so thanks to y'all who do already support. Uh, so that was that was awful nice. Um, we also have Instagrams. I am the Brush Goblin. He is... 
the mediocre minis painter with underscores in between each word. I got it this I'm time. I'm so yeah. proud of you. It only, Hell yeah. it only, it took, only took 37 me episodes. The entirety of our podcast to get it right on the first try. Uh, we also have Dice Like Ice on Instagram. Uh, that one doesn't get that much traction, but you know, it's there. We've also got um, Dice Like Ice on uh, Twitch. Twitch and YouTube, and which YouTube. Uh, we, we need to do something on. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe if we end up doing enough dumb video game stuff, we'll do that. Um, not a hobby resolution, but I will say this year I would very much like to actually get a like camera set up for painting and potentially mm-hmm. gaming to record. Uh, I don't want to commit to going full into like bat reps because those are a bitch to edit and yeah. honestly kind of boring unless you're really good at editing. Uh, I, don't, I don't think bat reps to... are large scale ones. I think it's very good for things like Frostgrave, Warcry, Underworlds, things like that lend themselves to bat reps way more. I would argue even, even Blood Bowl. I was going to say Blood Bowl or a Song of Ice and Fire miniatures game by Cool Minis or not. Yeah, that's something we might we might test out this oh, year. Andrew, uh, we need to do a Solaris match where we go into it like announcers. The Solaris, Solaris. Blood Bowl, the uh, the arena, or not Blood Bowl, Jesus, Battletech, where it's like one mech on one mech fighting in the arena like gladiator combat. <laughs> It'd be very. I'll, I'll be the guest announcer who doesn't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> I just want to give you a good Sunday, 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 Sunday. <laughs> Coming to work in a locust mech. The locust is a mech. Proud of you. I got it. You I, I have played here. Mech Warrior and BattleTech video games. I just don't play the board game. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, uh, that's all our socials, isn't it? Oh, our email. Uh, we have a Facebook and a Twitter. We yeah. check neither of them because both are hell sites for old people. Uh, we do have an email, dicelikeicepodcast at gmail.com. It is the best way to contact us typically because it immediately goes straight to Tony's phone. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah, if there's something you guys want to ask us, uh, a segment you think we should do on the show, something you want to see for Patreon content, uh, if you want to just heckle us, whatever. That's what the email's for. Do it, do it, send it. Yeah, something we obviously missed. You yeah, know, we're, yeah. we're, we're around. Uh, so I read a thing the other day that, uh, what was it? It was saying that you will never know how a ghost feels as much as when two people on a podcast can't remember a word and you know it and you're just <laughs> yelling at it, but they can't hear you. No, that is super fair. I do that all the you time. You too. Like, like daily. I, I listen to at least two podcasts a day and I do it at least once a day. <laughs> yeah, that's how ghosts feel, Andrew. Uh, it's, we are the walking dead, Tony. Don't uh, dead, open inside. Yeah, right. Oh, man. So uh, that about wraps up all episode 37 and uh, 2023. Thank you guys all for a great year. And Andrew, what advice you want to leave them? Oh, um, forgive yourself for when you inevitably fail your New Year's resolutions. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a really good one. Like, you know, these are goals. They're not laws. Yeah, no, like genuinely, uh, like strive to um, better yourself but it's okay if you fail to err as human and all that fun stuff just uh you know don't completely backslide you know if you failed to go to the gym don't go ah fuck it and they need a whole chocolate cake yeah set and the big thing with that set attainable goals don't just set one fucking home run goal set goals that you can get measurable progress towards reasonable expectations exactly all right kids remember you heard it here first reasonable expectations with yourself thank you guys all for listening have a good night and uh have a great new uh 2024 
Yeah, happy 2024 to everybody. As opposed to the old 2024, which was the past 12 days. Have a better 2024 than the past 12 days. We're very good at being very on time with content. Hey, you know, that should be one of our other ones is to make uh, the podcast more regular, which we did get a lot better about that this past year. Shit, dog, that's on you. (laughs) Hey, motherfucker. (laughs) I got nothing but free time. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Uh, We did get a lot better with that this year, though. That's true. We were we were significantly closer to bi-weekly. Yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Have a good night. Goodbye. Dice like guys must be nice to play some games with your friends. Necromunda makes you wonder how friendships end. So flip that table. If you're able, and consult your charts and graphs. (laughs) So let's have some fun and get it done. Or you can kiss my ass. Thank you once again for listening. You can always contact us at DiceLikeIcePodcast at gmail.com. Or find us on our Facebook or Instagram, also under Dice Like Ice Podcast. We would also like to give a big shout out to William James for our outro music and Scarlet Saturn for letting us use their music at the intro to our show. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.